0: Good morning, everybody. It's a great day here in Austin, Texas. I mean, it's absolutely a beautiful day. And, you know, I say that to myself every day I get up. It's a a great day. Every day is a new day. It's a fresh start. It's a a chance to change somebody's life. It's a chance to uh, do good. It's a chance to be positive. It's a chance to make a difference in people's lives. I talk about that a lot, about getting mad, you know. Uh, M-A-D. Man, if things aren't going the way you want them to go, you need to get mad. M-A-D, which means make a difference. My name's Terry. Welcome to Tuesday with Terry. Talking to you live from Austin, Texas, where the sun is hot, the barbecue is sweet, and all the drinks are free over here. I wanted to just share a couple thoughts with you about uh, getting started in your business and people management. A lot of times I have an opportunity to work with young managers who were very good at what they did. They were super doers, but they aren't necessarily great supervisors. And so if you're just getting into a supervisory position where you've got to manage a team, you've got to manage people, or you've got to have other people report to you, uh, this might be one that you want to listen to. And I got to tell you, your success is directly proportional to your daily agenda. So know that for a fact that how you spend your time is going to determine your success. And a lot of people say to me, Terry, what's been your secret sauce? You know, I got involved with a company called Orange Theory Fitness and built the company and uh, started it in the very, I was one of the early guys in on Orange Theory. Um, had some stores in Florida, stores in uh, Austin, Texas, and Arizona, Kansas. Uh, anyway, bottom line was, people say, what is that secret sauce? What's that secret to success? And I got to tell you, it's always been for me the ability to put good people around me and teach and coach them to become better themselves. And so when you think about the people that are around you, I want to ask you a couple things. Is Number one is, do you have the right people around you in order to get where you want to go. And if you do, what I would suggest, if you have five direct reports, if you have 10 direct reports or your team, what I would do is I would rank them top to bottom. Who's number one, who's number two, number three, number four. I know nobody likes to have a pecking order, but in essence, if there was a pecking order, what would yours look like for the people that report to you? And then the question is, is what do the people at the top of the list have that the people at the bottom of the list do not have? And if you can clearly identify that, sometimes, you know, we talk about the it. Man, they just have it. What is the it that everybody's talking about? If you can identify that and put that on a piece of paper, then you can coach, you can teach, you can mentor the people at the lower levels to have those same skills, That's really what you want to do. You want to transfer those skills so that you can get the people around you so that you can win. And everybody defines winning a little bit differently. How do you define winning uh, for your business? But you need to have people around you so that you can win. You do not climb the high mountain alone. It's always with a team of people and it's always more fun with a team of people. You've heard that, right? Half the fun is, is, is getting there. But are you actively interviewing and looking for new people to come into your organization and into your business and to improve the team, right? So if you have a ranking of top to bottom and you look at the bottom two people on that list, maybe there's two people that you should be interviewing and trying to replace or coach them, right? I say this a lot, train them or trade them. People either need to get trained or if they've been trained and they don't wanna do it, you know, it's just probably time to trade them, right? So you gotta train them or trade them see people usually fall in three uh, different categories they're either winning the opposite of that is losing and then there's this in between ground that's called man I hope they work out right you won't hope that they uh, they work out that group of people that you're hoping are gonna work out you're hoping and you're hoping and you're hoping you got to train them or trade them and if you're just getting involved in management you got to take a look at your people and you say, is this person helping or is this person hurting me and my endeavors? And a lot of times we don't pay close enough attention to that. And so we hang on to people and we hang on to people and we hang on to people. We say, well, this is their month. I mean, this is their month. I spent time. This is going to happen. This man, I really believe they're going to get it. And they're good people and, and you believe them and you give them the benefit of the doubt. But, you know, another 30 days goes by and, It doesn't happen. So what I wanna remind you is take your time in the interview process, have that candidate meet multiple people within your organization so they understand the fit, they understand the culture. You get to know them and get different perspectives on that person and be long to hire, but be quick to fire. Because if people aren't getting the things done that they need to get done, it's probably time to move them along leave your emotions at the door but if your gut says to Move on from someone. It's probably time to move on. So, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the people management side of the the, the business, or starting if you're in management and supervising uh, a supervisory position. But the other, the second part of it is systems, right? So, there's really two key pieces in uh, in business. Is you know you've got good people and you've got good process or good systems. If you have great people and bad systems, you don't have success. If you have poor people and uh, or not very good people and great systems. You don't have success. You need good people with good systems to give you the success that you're looking for. So here's a question about your processes. Number one is do you have a process for a desired outcome or a process in place to follow? So I'll just use the sales, you know, in sales, if you sell, if you have sales in your business, I'm sure you do. What's that sales process? What's the first thing you gotta do? What's the second thing you gotta do? What's the third thing? It's funny, I'm starting a new uh, business, but we just sat down, me and my partner sat down just the other day and we were going through these processes. And you know, one of the processes is the selling process, and another process is the ordering process, and another process is the setup process. And we go through these processes, and we're writing a manual, writing a book on how to handle all of these processes. But it's as simple as saying, this is the first thing you do, this is the second thing you do. If this goes this way, we, go, we should do this. If it goes that way, we do that but you gotta have good systems and you gotta have good processes and they need to be documented. The next piece of that is, does the team understand that process and do they know what to do? If you wanna give yourself a checkup from the neck up, all you have to do is simply pick a system in your business, put your uh, people in a room, take out a blank sheet of paper, everybody takes out a blank sheet of paper and you simply say, I want to talk about the sales process. What are the six steps or the 10 steps or the 12 steps to the sales process? And does everybody write down the same 10 things? Does everybody write down the same 12 things or same six things? A lot of times what you find out is everybody has their own interpretation of that. And all of those processes are a little bit different. And when that happens, that means you need to do more training so that there's consistency in that process. The team needs to understand the process. What about the uh, ways to inspect it? Do you have any ways to inspect that process? We have a uh, audit that we do in our business and we go into a studio and we do an audit and it includes a lot of different things. It includes an audit of the sales system and includes an audit of the cleanliness. It includes an audit of some of the operational things that are supposed to be happening. And then when you look at that process and that audit, if you have multiple stores or you have multiple businesses or multiple people, all you can do is you can simply audit that process and then you can rank it based on scoring, right? This guy got an 89, this guy got an 83, this girl got a 79 or a 76 and you can just put everybody in a ranking and say, Hey, this is how well they did on completing and knowing the process. Do you think your systems are easy and your processes are easy or are they complicated? Man, I gotta tell you, if there's something you could do to help improve your business, simplify, simplify, simplify. If it takes 15 steps to get to the end of the process, figure out how to do it in 12 steps, figure out how to do it in 10 steps. Do you really need to say all of those things? Do you really need to do every single detail in order to make a transaction happen? Maybe you do, maybe you don't, but you need to look at that. What's the best practice, too? I like that one. The best practice, right? So find somebody in your organization that's really doing it well. And most of the time, you can find ways to improve your systems by talking to the people on the front line. They'll tell you how to fix things very quickly. Number three in terms of, so I talked about people. I've talked about process and systems. I just want to talk about a game plan. Right. So if you got good people and you got good systems, then the last piece is really how can you have a good game plan to move, move the needle? Right. And so, you know, every football coach goes into the game with a game plan. Every basketball coach goes in with a game plan. You don't go into business and you don't start your day without a game plan. You got to have a schedule and you've got to have the things that you want to accomplish And you've got to have a game plan for the day for the week for the month for the quarter and yes for the year take a look at your business and take a look at your team and who needs you the most who needs who needs you to help them the most who should you be training and for how long what are you doing this morning what are you doing this afternoon what are the things that you want to accomplish do you have three main objectives you can't do it all but you have three main objectives that you want to get done today. I worked for a gentleman, his name was Eric Long with uh, Hilton Hotels. This is 20 some years ago and uh, five diamond property, resort style property. And uh, uh, one of the things that Eric used to say was he would always say, don't do, get done. So a lot of you have to-do lists and you, you know, you're doing, 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 but he would say, don't, get a to-do list, get a get done list, where you put fewer things on the list, but you know, and in fact, that you're going to get them done and you keep chipping away, chipping away. How do you eat an apple? One bite at a time. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. How do you handle business and projects? One day at a time, one hour at a time. Last piece is I would say in, when you talk about your game plan with your team or you're training your team, Are you showing or are you telling? Because a lot of people do a lot of telling, and that's a lot of talking, and they're talking and they're talking and their lips are moving and they're talking and they're talking and their lips are moving and they're talking. And they just keep going on and on and they got all the advice and all the counsel and all the, man, you just listen to them talk and there you go. And there's a difference between listening to somebody talk and somebody grabbing you by the arm, say, come here, let me show you how to do this and they do it then you do it together and then that person demonstrates and does it repeats that back to you right uh i do it we do it now you do it and that's the that's the philosophy of showing versus telling and the last piece is just some general comments about management and working with people is I like to do this. I I like to do a short uh, performance review with my folks and it's three questions and the three questions, you can insert your name. I'm going to use my name here, but you can insert your own name. Uh, When I start working with people or I've been with them for 30, 60, 90 days, I'll simply say, I want you to fill in the blank, John. I like it when Terry does blank and have them fill in the blank. I wish terry would do more of blank and make them ask them to fill in the blank and i wish terry would do less of blank and have them fill in the blank that's three ways three questions to give you some feedback about what do they really like that you do what do they want you to do more of and what would they appreciate if you did a little bit less of Hopefully those are some good tips for you today. My name's Terry. I'm your friend. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you next Tuesday. Tuesday with Terry.